Hello and welcome to the Colin Wharton Impossible Point. As always, I'm your host, Trevor Tackles. The Cusp Podcast has some big news, as for the first time in its history, there will be a co-host with me on every show moving forward. Uh, this hopefully makes it easier for us to get more podcasts out, because we don't have to worry about which guest is going to come on. Oh, we have a little week when any sports happy, uh, company out of work. But I dropped a bombshell that there was uh, a $700 million lawsuit against Trinity Development, <laughs> which is in- insane. So, like, there- there's so many directions this could head, but basically, the, uh, he alleges that they're focusing... Uh, that Trinity was focusing too much of their resources on another development project in Ottawa. Uh, it's called 900 Albert. It's basically uh, all, all three big uh, towers in, outside, just outside of downtown. But uh, yeah, there's so many directions ahead now. Um, like it, first of all, it basically ends the partnership. And so so how much further that goes is, is between a match partnership between, who knows, maybe Trinity gets involved again. Uh, I, I really don't know. There's so many, yeah, there's, there's so many things that could happen up at this point. It's just basically a... A big mess right now. Yeah, I think it's also insane that I'm pretty sure the first um, proposals had mentioned that I think it was like 2021 or something as a target date for for opening this, and that seems absolutely insane now because I mean that's that's under three years away, and I mean we might not even know if there's going to be um, you know this the the construction of a rink by in three years from now. So it just seems like it's it's really um, you know being pushed back with this development. But yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts on on this whole thing? Yeah, and well, you can't really fault the NCC in this case because uh, like, even though they have a track record of being pretty late with these type of things, they were well ahead in their scheduling. So yeah, it, yeah nothing really more to add than that. It's just a huge mess. Melnick's probably at the helm of of a lot of that mess. So right. Yeah, I will say. I will say. Um, Good, uh, good former Silver Seven Cents colleague for me and Silver Seven Cents colleague for you, uh, Nate had tweeted that there has to be a Melnick out chant at next home game, and I agree. I mean, I can't believe there hasn't been unless unless I've missed something. But I mean, I would just absolutely love to see that next game if, uh, if you know, we could get a, a big crowd out and and hear that. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that we haven't really seen much of that so far this year. Yeah, we also think that lots of fans going to the game are the ones who aren't really outside of Melnick out right now. That's fair, yeah. So, fair. who knows how that lines up, but, uh, yeah. I think, uh, nothing to talk about, I think, in that situation that led to Melnick taking league action against his old partner, the NHL is just as happy about it, about it all as anyone else is. Uh, and then there's just, like, a, a bunch of other things. And this, the format of this website is pretty much just, like, a white background, so it made it so easy for everybody on Twitter to, to copy that format and just put in their own <laughs> facts, so it was just hilarious. Yeah, and it's facts with quotes around it. It's not really facts. Yeah, exactly. And it even says at the very bottom of the website, none of these allegations referenced have been proven in court. Oh, I just saw that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. And even further, you start tracking about who's been tweeting about this website. And in the last few days, I found another dozen Twitter bots. I mentioned this last episode when I was on, but there's been a whole Twitter bot scandal around to Melnick in the sense, allegedly... I, I emphasize that because we can't really prove anything, but allegedly putting out uh, all these Twitter bots and trying to sp- uh, spread like this misinformation campaign. And yeah, there's a whole other dozen out there right now that are still active. All the previous of the first round had been deactivated by Twitter. So it's, <laughs> I mean, we, they, we can't, we, we can't it, prove anything, but like it's, it's getting more and more obvious that it is, that this is someone who's obviously pro Melnick and is, is using the, the language, like calling, the, keeping calling the, the Uber driver from the, that last story that I remember, calling him a crook, and it, it, they're the only people. It's so, the signs are all there that they're Twitter bots, and it, it, yeah. I think Melnick no, like, just has the hottest babes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. 
The, 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 my favorite one on this website, though, I think there's, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there's eight little blurbs here. <laughs> this is the shortest one. Melnick committed to Senators downtown. And then it says, Senators owner Eugene Melnick remains committed to bringing the team downtown. That's it. Not like nothing else. No, like <laughs> other facts. Just just that. It's like, OK, yep. that's cool. I mean, I I'm sure he is and I'm sure he wants a rink downtown. That doesn't really change much or change my opinion. But oh, man. Anyway, let's let's move on to, uh, to you know, the actual team. And this would have been. You know, the first thing we were going to talk about um, until the Melnick news came out, and it's weird that Chris Weidman trade is an afterthought, um, because you know, when I was, I was going to come up with topics for today's show, I almost forgot about it. Um, and, you know, I understand why we did, and I never get team perspective, they, they just really don't have anyone who can help. And 